0: But it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast. It is one of my favorite. It is a power rankings Tuesday presented by DraftKings. If you play daily fantasy or you bet, do it on DraftKings. Those guys have been so good to us. We should all be good to them. We will have a new spread the word winner via social media this week. I'm telling you, those of you at facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, That Share it. I see ya. You got a great chance this week. Or the quote tweets, but anything else counts. Any of the likes, any of the retweets, especially the retweets help quite a bit. At Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod. I do have a couple more Maddens to give away. I actually need to check today exactly how many more Maddens I have to give away to make sure I... uh, I I know I have two left at least, but just want to make sure what I've got, whether it's the Xbox or the PS5 or whatever... And then the YouTube shout-out, which I love. I love when I get new YouTube comments from you guys. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Love, love, love those new comments because that means we got a new subscriber. And I love doing the cameo-style shout-outs for you guys. It is so fun. Just like every time I get to do a patron shout-out. Here we are, week seven. Still getting new patrons. Patreon.com. Slash RT Media. David Sundred S-U-N-D-R-U-D, I think. I don't know. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the party, pal. Big Show time. The Big Show.
1: Monday Night Football. Saints escape the Pacific Northwest with a 13-10 victory in Seattle.
0: Bri, did you know um, what movie that's from? No, I do not. Welcome to the party, pal! You don't know where that movie's from?
1: Nope.
0: That's Die Hard. Now do you know? Yeah. Bruce Willis, John McClain. You seem really into it. Uh, as for the game last night, that was a rough one. So DK Metcalf makes an amazing play on the fifth play of the game. Probably pushed off Marshawn Lattimore. Whatever, the Saints won, it's okay. Pushed off Marshawn Lattimore, catches it, lands, makes a quick move on the safety, house call, and you're like, whoa, okay, Gino. Okay, DK, I see you. That was like the highlight of the whole game. I mean, the Seahawks' offense got essentially nothing after that. You'll have nothing and like it. I mean, I think they don't they barely had two hundred yards of offense i don't think I don't know if that include the d k Metcalf play or not, but they they did nothing so first of all, they just kept trying to run the ball, run, run, run like they did against the Steelers, but the Saints weren't having it. Saints weren't having it at all. they couldn't run it. Alex Collins just bashing his brain his head into a wall. it felt like. By the way, Demario Davis, he was awesome. What a signing by the Saints. And I've talked to Demario about this. He wasn't that good of a player with the Jets his first time around. He realized, you know what? I can be a lot better if he put more time in on the prep during the week. And boy, oh boy, has it paid off. He was awesome. Seahawks couldn't run in a lick, even though they kept trying. Geno Smith was kind of brutal. To, to be honest with you, I, I learned all I need to know about Gino in that last drive. They're down three. They have like a minute and 50 seconds left. He takes sacks on like two of the first three plays. What are you doing, Gino? What What is happening? You have to throw the ball. Just really bad. I mean, really, really bad. Gino Smith's not a starter. We already knew that. I, I saw where Pete Carroll said after the game, you know, I probably wouldn't be here if we hadn't had Russell. I mean, he's, I've been here a long time. I probably wouldn't be if we hadn't had Russell this whole time. Uh, you think? No kidding. Russell Wilson. I said that I thought Pete Carroll would get exposed without Russell Wilson. I feel like that's kind of what's happening. By the way, the Saints, I mean, it was like a bad weather, whatever that that weather Thing they got going on in the uh, on the West Coast, it was bad weather for this game as well. Really, the only thing the Saints did on offense of any consequence was Alvin Kamara. They didn't run it that well, but he was very good in the passing game. Jameis Winston just kept throwing him the ball, and it worked. It paid off. So kudos to Kamara. Kuma, kudos to Jameis, knowing where your bread is buttered, so to speak. It wasn't pretty. Doesn't have to be. Saints get the win, 13-10, which is all that ultimately matters. Nobody goes back and goes, ah, I didn't like the style points. What does matter is life insurance. Listen, we all can right now think about a time when someone we know passed away suddenly. And I really don't know for the people that that that's happened to. I, I don't know if they're covered, if the rest of their family's covered. I don't know if they had any type of life insurance. Ladder is 100% digital. No doctors, no needles, no paperwork. When you apply for $3 million in coverage or less, you can literally do it from your phone or laptop. They've got the algorithms that work in real time, so you'll find out instantly if you're approved. And by the way, if you want to talk to somebody, you absolutely can. The policies are issued by insurers with long proven histories of paying claims. They're rated A, a plus by AM best. So go to ladderlife.com slash Ross today to see if you are instantly approved. That's L A D D E R, life.com slash Ross. Ladderlife.com slash
1: Ross. It's time for the all important power ranking. The worst team in the history of the NFL is... Number 32 this week, the Houston Texans.
0: Feels like we've got some pretty decent competition down here. The Texans, it was an odd week. I I thought the Texans had a chance because they've been good in odd weeks. Maybe it's just when they're on the road. They've actually been decent at home this year, but terrible on the road. Sounds like they might get Tyrod Taylor back soon. I don't really know what that does for you. Do you want to put Tyrod in so you win a couple more games? Uh, okay. Then what? Then what are you doing? I don't know how I don't know how much sense that makes. They're a bad football team, we thought they would be, and they are.
1: Number 31, the New York Jets. So, I'm confused by the
0: Jets. So first of all, Zach Wilson has a PCL injury. He's out two to four weeks. So the Jets traded a sixth-round pick that could be a fifth-round pick to the Eagles for Joe Flacco. This, to me, is really poor. There's a lot of veteran quarterbacks, Flacco types, that are out there and available you know, in the spring, in the summer, that they could have signed. And just had, what are you doing wasting draft choices? And by the way, what are you doing trading a draft choice for Joe Flacco to do what exactly? Is he going to start over Mike White? If that's the case, it's terrible roster management to not have had a guy like Flacco in the first place. Like, Why was Mike White and Josh Johnson your backups in the first place? I I am confused by the Jets who aren't going anywhere this year trading a draft choice to pay Flacco. I think he's getting three and a half million bucks. I I don't understand that. Number 30, the Detroit Lions. So the Lions are not as bad as the Jets and the Texans, even though the Lions have yet to win a game. They actually have a decent opportunity at home against the Eagles on Sunday. The Lions have been competitive, and I want to say... Every game, I think, other than the Bengals, maybe? I have to check, but I feel like they've been competitive every game. I think that Lions-Eagles game is a sneaky one to watch.
1: Number 29, the Dolphins.
0: Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins are not good. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins might trade for Deshaun Watson. So you guys got to check because I posted it this morning right before we started here on uh, Recording the Power Rings at 7.15 a.m. Eastern Time. I posted my latest story for DK Nation about why I think Deshaun Watson's trade value has gone up the last couple weeks. I don't know if he gets traded by the deadline or not, but clearly what's going on with the Dolphins in general, two in particular, and certainly the Panthers, has only served to enhance Deshaun Watson's market for the texans
1: 28 the jaguars
0: jags had a bye so there's not really much to say there other than bye 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 you know who sings that Bry? it's
1: one of the boy bands from the 90s who pick one they're all the same
0: in sync bye bye never want to be a fool for love you know my problem is i don't I don't ever actually know the words, the songs. I just kind of pretend. Anyway, Jaguars had a bye coming off a win. Be curious to see if they can sustain a little momentum.
1: 27, the Panthers.
0: So it's interesting. I guess I wonder, the people that say running backs don't matter, and I know they have data that they point to for that. I'm pretty sure the Panthers would tell you that they think running backs matter. I'm pretty sure they would tell you that Christian McCaffrey matters. I'm pretty sure he does. Pretty sure Derrick Henry matters. So I understand that the position's devalued. I'm on board with that. When you start saying, frankly, when you start saying any position doesn't matter, you kind of lose
1: me. 26, the Washington football team.
0: By the way, how about the fact that the Dolphins, Texans, and Panthers, all of whom I wrote about, in that column, three of the six worst teams in the NFL Washington, I thought that was actually a decent performance against Green Bay. They moved the ball pretty well, they just kind of heinekied in the end, in the red zone, and their defensive line got after Aaron rodgers. They only gave up twenty four points I, you know i didn 't move them up, but I thought that was one of washington 's better performances this year
1: twenty five the New York Giants.
0: So the G-Men had by far their best performance this year. That was a huge win. I mean, 25-3 to in the NFL, I don't care who you're playing, especially with everybody that the Giants had out. That was a very, you know, people are like, ah, the Giants still stink. No, no, no. I'll give them a lot of credit. That was impressive.
1: 24, the Philadelphia Eagles.
0: Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Fly, E-A-G-L-E-A, Eagles. So that was one of the toughest Eagles games to watch in a long time because it felt like they were absolutely powerless to stop Derek Carr. And I'm fascinated by the Eagles game against the Lions on Sunday because you know the Lions are looking at it as a golden opportunity to get their first win. And you know the Eagles – People are already starting to question whether or not Nick Sirianni is the long term answer or whether or not he'll be one and done. Losing to the Lions would certainly not help. 23, the Chicago Bears. Duh, Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the bears. duh, Bears. So very disappointing. I really thought their O line had been playing better. I really thought with Herbert running the ball, and Greg talked about him last week, I thought, okay, Bears defense playing pretty well, was not expecting them to get absolutely boat raced by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers like that.
1: 22, the Seattle Seahawks. I didn't move them. You know, this is kind of where they're at. I,
0: You know, I think Seahawks, Bears, these teams, you know, they're not terrible. They're not like... The Jets, Texans types, but they're not very good either. You you still don't want to be in this mix. They need Russell Wilson back ASAP, but this is what I said. I thought by the time Russell Wilson was ready to come back, the Seahawks would be out of it, and I wondered if he would take his time a little bit more to make 100% sure he's totally healed before he goes back out there on a team that's not going anywhere.
1: 21, the Broncos.
0: I think they've lost four straight. So the Broncos and the Panthers both started out 3-0 and and both have lost four straight. That's hard to do. It's hard to win three in a row. It's hard to lose four in a row. Doesn't feel like their defense is playing quite as well. And obviously, Teddy Bridgewater has really, really dropped off. I don't know if it's the injuries To him, he's been banged up, or the skill guys around him, but it hasn't been good.
1: Number 20, the Atlanta Falcons.
0: So the Falcons are three and three, and they lost at home to the Eagles and Washington. I mean, the Falcons could easily be four and two, or maybe even five and one. Now, they've had a really easy schedule so far that will get tougher, but I think Arthur Smith. Deserves a lot of credit. I don't think they're a very talented team. And they've done a really nice job.
1: 19, the 49ers.
0: You know, for the first time, it feels like Kyle Shanahan's seat is getting a little hot in San Francisco. And I think it probably should. You know, you look at his record overall, they've really just had that one really good year. I think as they it, 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 as soon as they're out of it, I think they'll play Trey Lance the rest of the year. And I think that'll go a long way towards deciding exactly what San Francisco does going into next year. I would imagine they would give Shanahan another year after this, a full Trey Lance year, uh, but he would go into next year on the hot seat. I would think.
1: Number 18, the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: Steelers had a bye, so there's really not much to say there other than I'll be curious. They're another one. I think they've won two in a row. Can they keep the momentum going a little bit coming out of the bye? 17, the Chiefs. Wow. 17 for the Chiefs. We've been doing this a long – this is the lowest the Chiefs have been in a while, but they just got dominated. Both sides of the ball by the Titans – they're not looking real good. I mean 27 to 3. I think it'd be competitive right now with the Chiefs and the Steelers and the Patriots and the Vikings and these other teams in a seven-game series in my backyard. Number
1: 16 New England Patriots.
0: I mean I don't really care that much that they beat the Jets, but that they beat them down. I mean they beat them they beat the Jets real bad and I have felt all along that the Patriots were sort of better than their record indicated. Although I guess their three actual victories are two against the Jets and one against the Texans. Literally my two lowest
1: ranked teams. Number 15, Minnesota Vikings.
0: The Minnesota Vikings. So the Vikings pretty clearly are a middle of the pack team, but with seven playoff teams in each conference. They certainly have a chance to to get one of those wild card berths.
1: Number fourteen, the Saints.
0: Saints are four and two. Uh, you know they might not be an impressive four and two team. I don't think anyone really believes that they're a contender with Jameis Winston as the quarterback. They have not really clicked offensively. They don't really have very many weapons offensively, but the defense has been good enough. And the special teams, for that matter, for them to be have four wins. Good job coaching by Sean Payton.
1: Number 13, the Colts.
0: Colts are on a roll. Uh, I nailed that one on the Even Money podcast. Had a great week on the Even Money podcast. I think I was up nine units maybe. Great week on the Even Money podcast. Steve was up 10. Make sure you listen to the Even Money podcast later today or tomorrow. We were up a combined 19 units. Great week for Steve and I on Even Money. And by the way, right after this show, we will be uh, recording the College Draft podcast. Emory was 5-0 and on his college football bets last week, if you're into that. So you should definitely listen to the College Draft and the Even Money podcast today. But I like the Colts. I like the direction they're going. Defense playing better. Wentz playing better. O-line getting healthier. Their game against the Titans this Sunday is one of the biggest games of the weekend.
1: Number 12, Cleveland Browns.
0: Browns, oh, they didn't have a buy. They played Thursday night. Gosh, when you play Thursday night, it feels like you had a bye. Uh, they just need to get healthier. Still impressed by that performance by Deernest Johnson. And really looking forward to seeing. I mean, they're going to try to let Baker get healed. I mean, he's going to have to have surgery on the torn labrum part of it. But maybe they can wait till that. I guess he got a fractured humerus. It's humorous, right? Humorous, yeah. I don't know why I said humorous. Humorous. I combined humorous and hummus. Hummus is delicious. Brian, are you a hummus guy? I am, yep. I'm a huge hummus. And and hummus is very healthy, right? It's just like ground-up chickpeas and olive oil, maybe? Yep. You got so it. good. Gosh. Um. Anyway... Yeah, I, the the Browns needed that win over the Broncos. They need to get healthier. Uh, I, I still think the Browns have a chance to be in this thing at the end because the AFC doesn't really have a dominant team.
1: Number 11, the Las Vegas Raiders.
0: Viva Las Vegas! Viva Las Vegas! What's that from, Brian?
1: Viva Las Vegas. It's an Elvis Presley song and Elvis Presley movie.
0: Okay. See, I had no idea on that. That that I needed you for. Good, Raiders are impressive. I don't think the Bassachia thing is a one-game interim boost. Clearly, they that Eagles game was not as close as the final score indicated. They were on fire in that game.
1: Number ten, the Chargers. San Diego
0: Superchargers, San Diego. Chargers had a bye So not much to say Had a bye After getting blasted by the Ravens Oh man that was really bad
1: Number 9 the Tennessee Titans Titans are on a roll You
0: beat the Bills and Chiefs back to back You're doing something Especially the way they Dominated the Chiefs Don't look now but Tannehill's playing better and better They're uh, defense, including the D-line, is playing better and better. Vrabel can coach. I mean, there's no doubt. My former teammate, Mike Vrabel, can coach.
1: Number eight, the Baltimore Ravens.
0: Very surprising loss for the Ravens. Not that they lost, but the manner in which they lost. I mean, they, they looked like they had no idea how to stop the Bengals. It's like, hey, Ravens, let's get some visibility here. Let's let's use some vision. If you're looking for better visibility, head to AutoZone. They've got the parts and products you need to drive safer and see more behind the wheel. Not only that, but from November 1st, November 7th, there will be exclusive deals during AutoZone visibility week. You don't want to be dealing with squeaking or streaking wipers. Not cool. I don't like it. Um. I don't like when my headlights are dim, especially when it's foggy. Look, they got AutoZone has all kinds of deals going on for rewards members. $10 when you buy two Rain-X Quantum Wiper Blades. $5 just for joining AutoZone rewards. $25 if you get a Sylvania LED Fog Twin Pack. Ready to see more and drive safer? Visit your nearest AutoZone or head to AutoZone.com to start your job today. Get in the zone, auto zone. So uh, I thought the, the Ravens were really humbled. They had won, what, five games in a row? Feeling good about themselves? Not uh, not anymore after the Bengals took them to the woodshed.
1: Number seven, the Dallas Cowboys.
0: They had a bye, not much to say. It is interesting, though. I dropped the Cowboys two spots. I put... Um, A couple teams ahead of them, like the Rams, the Bengals, the Packers. I just was impressed enough. Look, you snooze, you lose. The Cowboys didn't play. And based on what I saw from the Rams and the Bengals and the Packers, I think that they'd probably beat the Cowboys right now. But I have the Cowboys ahead of the Ravens because the Ravens did not look very good.
1: Speaking of the Packers, they are number six. So... Go,
0: Pack, go. dun 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 Go, Pack, go. You know, that's one of those where they didn't play their best, but they still want – they got problems, though, Bry. Defensive coordinator Joe Barry, star wide receiver Devontae Adams, both went on the COVID list yesterday, and they play the Cardinals Thursday night. An amazing Thursday night game, Cardinals-Packers, but the Packers will really be shorthanded. Cardinals are having a good go of it in terms of who they play. I mean, and when they play them, I guess more importantly.
1: Number five, the Cincinnati Bengals.
0: How about the Cincinnati Bengals in my top five? There's a guy on Twitter who hits me up at Ross Tucker NFL every week, Bri, to complain about the Bengals power rankings spot. Every week, without fail. I don't even know his name. I don't pay attention, but I don't think he's going to complain about five. Maybe he will, but I have them number five. That's the highest the Bengals have been in eons. Do you know what an eon is, Brian?
1: A really long time.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Number four, the Los Angeles Rams.
0: Eons and eons. Eons ago. Rams have a good team. There's no question. And it feels like their defense is playing better again, which is clutch.
1: Number three, the Bills.
0: Bills had a bye, so not much to say. I still think they were a really good team. You know, they did not play their best against the Titans, clearly the run defense. But even so, if Josh Allen doesn't slip on the quarterback sneak, they still win that football game.
1: Number two, the Bucks.
0: I don't think anyone is really going to dispute this, disagree with this at this point. Bucks have an awesome team. I was not – I said this earlier about the Bears. I was not expecting them – to take care of business like they did so emphatically against the Bears. But there's a real haves and have-nots this year. I mean, there there's a pretty big drop-off after about, eh, maybe I'd include the Raiders, 11, but then I think the Browns at 12 and Colts are pretty good too. So maybe there's not as much of a drop-off as I thought. Russ's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is...
1: Once again, the undefeated Arizona Cardinals at number one.
0: Well, look, even though they were down against Houston, they still win 31-5 to 5 or whatever it was. They got a great chance to really cement this ranking coming up Thursday night against the Packers. And I know the Packers will be down some people. I just mentioned that, but... It is what it is. I mean, they they still have that that opportunity. It's still a marquee game against a one-loss team. And I think the Raiders have a pretty good chance or the, the Cardinals have a pretty good chance to win that game. No Devontae Adams feels like devastation nation for the Packers. I mean that that I think I think him being out moved the betting line like three points, which is unheard of for a receiver. We'll talk with Steve about that. On the Even Money Podcast. Shout outs. Pizza Boy Brewing, Culture, Vision Comics with an X, HumanHeadNYC.com, sports.com, Literally the greatest value in advertising, period. To have your company shouted out at the end of every Raw Soccer Football Podcast for $100 a month. I think we're done here. Patreon.com slash RT Media. College Draft. Even Money Today. And one of the coolest, most unique guests we've had in a long time on tomorrow's Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Get excited. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, Rostucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.